Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful, here with a name you know. Got a big show coming up uh, this week. MLW One Shot, Queens, New York, the Melrose Ballroom. It's going to be on Fight Plus as well. And as, right out of the gate, I'll just say you're welcome for the Fight Plus house, Court Bauer. How you doing? <laughs> hey, it's it's uh, it, we're pumped, man. Yeah, we got the show tomorrow. Our first show on a Thursday, live from New York City. On Fight Plus, we're really pumped. Melrose has been a big part of MLW, especially the revival of it. Uh, once we left Florida, New York was our first destination, and that's where we introduced the first Battle Riot, which Tom Lawler won. So, yeah, there's a there's a lot of uh, a lot of history in that building for MLW. I think we were the first ones ever run wrestling there, believe it or not. 
So this is a conversation I've actually had with some people in in uh, OVW about the benefits mm-hmm. of running Thursdays. Because if you're running Friday, you're running Saturday, you're running Sunday, you run into a lot of travel issues, logistics issues, booking issues with a whole lot of talent. Thursday, there's pretty wide open schedules there for Thursday for talent, for travel, for a lot of things like that. And also, the talent are like, uh, hell yeah, I can work the weekend as well. Like it, it seems to be a benefit. I know it's a big benefit of AEW running uh, Wednesday as well when they have right. talent that, that isn't signed. Uh, is that something that you're experiencing? Or what are some of the, the maybe benefits and detriments of running a Thursday? I, you know, we used to, for the first like year in MLW, we ran Thursdays mm-hmm. uh, in Orlando and it worked great for us. Uh, we would do production the day prior, the day after. Uh, it, it is a lot calmer when you're in the middle of a Saturday show. Like if your show's on a Saturday in the middle of the weekend, you got people coming from other destinations. They're going somewhere on Sunday. You're like at the eye of the hurricane. And so you're like, oh, no, that guy's stuck on the other coast. We need him over here. How are we going to figure this out? And often you spend an insane amount of money to figure out because money solves problems like that. But there's a lot of upside to running Thursdays from where we stand. And we've been like right now we're, we're kind of in the process of beginning to overhaul our, our talent relations division and just bring in some, some new fresh minds. And it's from top to bottom where I'm going to, I'm just going to mix it up. But when you look at that, I want to really look at this as first day on the job, what really would be interesting and work for us as we go forward into 24. And, and one of the things we look at is, well, if we run a Thursday uh, more, the upside is that then like arena Mexico talent is a bit more readily available because CMLL, I should say arena Mexico, one and the same, their biggest show of the week typically is arena Mexico. So Friday is at a very important date, but Thursday, you know, there's opportunity. There also is Saturdays, but you know, I, I think there's a lot of upside to Thursdays and, you know, when you think about running Saturdays, you know, the challenge is you're running sometimes against multiple premium live events, the UFC, it's free product out there on Saturdays now, which used to be a pretty dead zone like you know, three, four years ago. But so much has changed in the business over the last three or four or five years that, you know, the established pay-per-view premium live event date was Sundays. Now it's shifted and now everyone wants a piece of that. Uh, so, you know, again, as I look at 24, it's first day on the job. Everything's changed. What once worked won't be able to work going forward. And that's kind of part of my kind of my marching orders for for our team and the company into 24 is like first day on the job fresh approach to everything so i mean there, there's so much to talk about mlw uh one shot in addition to uh what's going on there i gotta say I, i've loved the the world titan federation uh integration yeah. i've loved that it's very clear what that is and i mean there the WWF influence, or maybe even the shot there, but the, the WTF and there are guys that look like they are picked out of 1993 or 1992, like really muscular guys that are involved in this. Um, I mean, you got an active lawsuit against WWE. So I know that you're limited in maybe what some of what you can say, but how did this come about? And maybe what were some of the motivations behind that? Because like, I love the integration of Josh Bishop who, shoved smelling salts in my face the other day. Oh, well, hopefully it was uh, something you had asked for and not just no. shoved in your face. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, he, he <laughs> was like, hey, brother, try this. And I was like, what? 
Okay, well, I'm glad it was, it was that today, the day before, one shot. So I'm staying away from that guy. He's a yeah. maniac. Uh, Get away from <laughs> no, him. Uh, you know, uh, no, I, I would say, you know, I have a tendency, you know, to book pretty heavy heat, whether it was Contra or Selena promotion, he's Dorado. It can, I get a lot of the people that influenced me really booked heavy, hard heat. Uh, and so I wanted to do something where we had a heel presence. That was more of the Bobby the Brain Heenan uh, elk, which isn't really, you know, people talk about how great Heenan was as a performer, but what do you see what he gave to, whether it was WWF or, or AWA or, or, or he brought a, a certain quality to those organizations, to, for those bookers, those matchmakers that, you know, it was different type of heat. It was different. You know, a Ric Flair type of heel is so different than a Brock Lesnar type of heel. Right. And so I wanted a different kind of, uh, kind of feel for that heat um, just to give fans something. Sometimes it's a little bit of levity with the, those kind of heels where there's a little wink and you're, you're amused, but then, then they do something dastardly and sinister that, that you'd hate them for. And that's just so different than a lot of the heat we've been doing in MLW for a few years, whether it was Contra uh, or the calling, this is just something that feels like, you know, fun and but different. And I also think you look at wrestling, especially you look on social media or go to the shows, how many people are wearing a lot of, retro-esque stuff you know and and i think there's a quality of nostalgia absolutely and it's 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 kind of you know some people might think you know you're poking someone but it's also kind of a celebration of what i loved as a child that a lot of us loved as kids and you know i think think about different things where you feel that retro quality in wrestling and it's that nostalgic thing is a feel-good thing but how do you deal with that a feeling passing you're just you know dragging the old guys out and you know there's a limited shelf life to them when you trot them out, and they can't do much, and often they're divas. So how do you take that, spin it up, and bring it into the present day and, and work with today's talent and future talent? And that's what I hope to accomplish with, with the, the WTF. Uh, well, you know, the, the Hammerstone thing has been uh, something that has also been integrated with, with WTF. Uh, how how are things with him now? I mean, even in my conversations with him, it didn't seem like there was anything particularly personal towards you or MLW, and he recognized the impact that MLW had on his career. But hmm. uh, I mean, obviously, not not ideal the way that things unfolded. Yeah, I mean, when you look at those kind of things, every organization has challenges that come up with talent, um, and you know, in in. And I look at Hammer and his tenure in MLW and he, you know, he was the franchise guy for four or five years, uh, basically lost one or two matches that whole time. That tells you, you know, where we had him in our, our system. And, you know, you, you get those challenges, you get those bumps of the road, you think they're, ir, you know, they're ir, you can't repair those issues. Uh, and then, you know, you, you have a cooling off period. You try to look at this again. I'm right now approaching 24, just fresh, first day on the job approach. I've been the last two years, I've been, you know, frankly, away from wrestling operations doing a lot with his lawsuit, which is an excuse. It's just, there's only so much time of the day. And it's, mm -hmm. you know, because of that, you know, things happen. And I definitely take responsibility for that. Uh, but then it's on me to go in there and we try to fix things along with my team. And so, you know, with Hammerstone, I, I really feel that it was important that, you know, this relationship be repaired and restore to to a way where there's not that animosity, and it's and and we've had those discussions, 
uh, and I think we've reconciled. And you know, he he's he's been a very strong presence in the company. So, you know, um, going forward, you know, I think you know it, it, it's it's going to be a positive thing. But uh, you know, it, it, like you know, look, CM Punk's a great example of that. I don't think anyone thought you know there were some real bad feelings with WWE. Never thought he'd probably come back. Then he's back. That's the beauty of wrestling. Like you can have a lot of that happen. But I think when there's opportunity to do business and sometimes pass, or you're really ready to uh, explore a solution that works for both sides, then there's waters under the bridge, you know, and, and hammer was man enough to do that. And I, I you know, I think we both are, are grateful for that. And uh, I mean, we've seen a couple people in Selena De La Renta and Mance Warner both pop back up in MLW. Mm -hmm. So it seems like keeping those things amicable, uh, seems important to you. I even joked with Richard Holiday during a recent interview, and he's like, I was like, do you want to bury them? And he goes, yes, I would love to bury them. And that would be completely inaccurate because it was totally no. amicable. <laughs> Redo this. Over no, no, you're going to kill my gimmick here. No. Um, you, know, I, I, you know, I think, look, these from our end and, you know, the promoter and the ego promoter and the talent and, and their pride and their goals and everyone has goals, and you want them to all align. That sounds great. In reality, that shit doesn't happen as often as you yeah. want it to. And and so you know, sometimes you know, look at MJF and 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 Holiday. You know, they left. It was a great send off. And then there's times when it gets a little funky. And I think every organization you know has it. You, you try to learn from the good and the bad that those those situations present. And then you want to have you know those you want to if, if these people had contributed to the company, they have a place in their heart for that company, hopefully, because it was a part of their journey. And so you want to have, you know, that good karma, that good energy. Does that always happen? No. Uh, sometimes there's just nothing I can do or, you know, you got to, sometimes you just have a raving asshole on the other side and you try and it's like, well, it's just not going to happen. Other times it's just like, look, there's some complications. Let's get through this. And it's kind of sometimes like clipping the right wires to disarm the bomb. And then everyone's like, Okay, we can exhale. Oh man, I'm so glad we got through that. And so, yeah, I think there's a lot of talent you've seen come back over the years. Like Sammy Callahan came back to the Battle Riders as a surprise in 22, you know, after uh, his incident in uh, Milwaukee in uh, 2019. <laughs> and so, like, I think that's kind of, again, it's like that's the beauty of wrestling. And I think that is seen in every, virtually every organization that there are those that you just can't imagine come back and then voila, they're back and everyone, freaking loves it when that that's that's the magic of wrestling you know to see that happen um and i think it just says a lot about you know the, the culture that you know it can get tense people will take to social media and say some crazy shit and a lot of it can be valid but at the same time to have the ability to both sides say let's figure this out because we both know it's going to get a great pop if you come back and you know this we, we've seen tom lawler come back selena come back mance come back uh, and then hammer at, at last month. So yeah, I you know who, who, who's, who's and Kojima after 20 years, of course, but yes. uh, definitely a surprise or two left before the end of the year. I'll say that there's, there's some, it is the season of surprises when it comes to that topic in MLW. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to sort of transition into this very unique situation that we're in, in pro wrestling now. Now, uh, in addition to one shot, people mm -hmm. that go to the show are going to see a great fusion taping as well. Fatu Hammerstone, uh, Matt Justice, Josh Bishop, 
stuff like that. But on the the one shot show, you've got Kojima wrestling Tom Lawler. Yeah. You got Rocky Romero, who is quite frankly the forbidden door in pro wrestling. <laughs> he he makes everything happen. Uh, wrestling Dorada, and then yeah. you've got uh, Yamashita against El Mieko. We are seeing such an integration of these companies. I know you announced this, uh, or con in conjunction announced with CMLL and New Japan. New Japan also does work with uh, the now TNA. They do work with AEW. AEW in the past, or currently, still does some stuff with AAA. It is insane how close we are to like this Rubik's cube being just mm -hmm. completely put together. It seems like the only piece is triple a and CMLL just doing the, the, the Vince and Bischoff hug on the, the thing. But like we are, we are this close. I feel like to seeing some big wrestling non WWE group hug mm. and it's it's getting very close. Like I even looked at a New Japan Strong show from yeah. a couple, or is the one from a couple weeks ago, and it had talent from every single company that wasn't WWE. And I was like, well, all you got to do is slap a bunch of logos up there, work out the semantics, and there you go. You've yeah. been around a long time. Yeah. How surprised are you to see all this unfold, or are you? I think every, you know, most promoters, I think in their eyes, you know, in an idealistic way, they would like to think that's possible. But again, ego finishes, logistics, sensitivities get in the way of those things. I myself really was an isolated organization domestically by design from 2017 to like basically the last few months. Um, because that's when I started out in wrestling, I, I was broken by the Samoans. Uh, Gary Albright, who was son-in-law of Alpha, got me in as a, I somehow convinced All Japan through Gary to to be an American scout for All Japan. And I, I, I was like a teenager. I don't know how I, I conned myself into that, but it worked. In any event, you know, I really loved All Japan, and 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 Baba's way was to be an isolated state. He kind of was on an island onto himself, and I thought, well, that's interesting. And and the philosophy was. You know, it's all Japan first and foremost in mind, but you don't deal with any of the politics. It's a lot. Of, it's a big drain. It becomes complicated. It's a mistake. So I kind of just practiced that for my majority of my virtually my whole uh, run as a promoter. And internationally, I had great relationships. I we were Dragon Gate, New Japan, NOAA, IWA, Puerto Rico. At one point, AAA, now CMLL. So like. It, it, it's you know it, it's always been there and, but inter, but domestically it, I just always stayed isolated and again my kind of emerging philosophy is as you know changes are in the wind for MLW and, and part of that is you yeah, know I want to change that because we kind of flirted a little bit with that uh, thanks to Conrad Thompson and the Ric Flair retirement show in the summer of 22 in Nashville and you had this kind of very serendipitous thing happen where everyone just kind of came together for a funky Woodstock in Nashville where it was like Lollapalooza or whatever you want to call it, uh, not to date myself like 30 different ways, <laughs> but it was cool in that you got to see, you know, TNA versus MLW. You got to see New Japan on the card, Legends on the card, NWA, all these things happening. It was like, and everything was great. It actually was like this accidental guinea pig for what could be. And, you know, it's been in, like floating in my mind ever since, like, why not? Uh, how does that work? And so, you know, as I look into 24, 
you know, I think there's opportunity there. You know, you, you need the other side to come to, you know, the table, but the international partners are cool. And I think it's just domestically, can that part of the Rubik's cube, cube get figured out? And, you know, I'll say from our end, like, we are, we would welcome those conversations in the event there's interest on the other side. But, you know, that, that I can't read their minds. You don't know what's going on. But I think for fans, I mean, they're kind of almost there, but they're getting in on a hyper-local level when you see a local independent show and there's guys from MLW, AEW, Impact, and they're kind of wrestling each other, but without, like, the juice, without the hype, without the connective storylines and stuff that you would get from all the groups is cooperating. And, you know, so I think where it's like, it's kind of happening. It's just now you need to streamline that thing and everyone just. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done need to sit in a room and have a few slices of pizza and some beer and figure this out. Uh, I can imagine if that happened, uh, Rocky Romero's unread messages would be at about, you know, in, in the, the five digits. That man is sort of the gateway to everyone. It's, it's kind of unreal. And, his, and you know, his he's, he's a prototype for it. He, he's, yeah. he is, he is just, he's, he's, he is so, Kind of, I've known Rocky since, gosh, it's 20, 20 years. He debuted in MLW in 2004, January 2004. Um, but he's always been consistent. He's a steady hand at the helm. He He's very diplomatic, tactful, but also like he just wants everyone to work together. And, you know, he's a great conduit. Like uh, he's great. And I mean, anyone that has him in their locker, that is a massive get. When you have him just trying to facilitate things, I mean, it speaks for itself. He is uh, very instrumental in not just our relationship with New Japan, but the building. And he was really part of the art. He was truly the driving architect in building this uh, strategic alliance with New Japan and CML for MLW. Uh, we, we met in New York in July to kind of kind of figure out how this could look. And it moved very quickly thereafter. But, you know, it was his diligence, his opening these doors and uh you know i'm forever grateful for it and and i and i sense he just he wants everyone to work together it's not like he's just you know picking side that guy just is 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 like that's what the spirit of wrestling should be and that's you know it's it's inspiring to me 
Also inspiring to see the progression of Alex Kane, who has become such mm-hmm. a, an integral figure in MLW. And he's a person that I know that very early into his MLW run, you guys had kind of been like, oh, okay, this is somebody who is going to be one of those guys. And that's something you all have been very good yeah. at between Hammerstone and Holiday and so many others that you have recognized, Fatu, that you guys have recognized fairly immediately, like, oh, this is going to be a cornerstone of our company. Uh, how do you think that, that he has done in that role? Obviously pleased, or else he wouldn't have the damn title right now facing <laughs> uh, Matt Cardona on the main event of the show. And uh, will you have water for Matt Cardona backstage? Oh, man. I saw, you know, I was I was in Midtown New York today, and I was talking wrestling with someone. They brought up the water thing. I went, oh, my God. This thing is literally <laughs> the talk of the streets of New York City. So, yeah. one – uh, you know, you go to Costco, you go to Sam's, you get water, man. And it costs a few bucks. You could, you, for 80 bucks, man, you could have pallets of freaking water and it's, yeah. you should get it for your talent, but you should also get it for your production crew, get it for the people selling tickets, Just get that damn water. If you, you know, get some food, if you can, uh, or pizzas, man, pizza, you know, get a few pizzas, you get five, six boxes, eight, depending on how many people on your roster and your crew, but feed and, and try to, you know, keep everyone hydrated. You'll, you know, first of all, their performers are going to go out there and kill themselves. If they're not hydrated, they're going to be dogging it. They're going to not, even if they're just, they're not trying to phone in, there's going to, you know, if you're in a hot building, even if the AC AC is pumping or in the cold, man, you're going to burn that. You're going to burn it going through the match. So uh, I, you know, it, it's, I guess it was something that needed to be addressed. So I'm glad it was, but um, get that water, man. Too. Like, if you hydrated. can't afford water, why are you running a wrestling show? Yeah, I mean, look, I first my show. I use that uh, for personally. I get a, I get those nasty ass blue power aids that like like piss neon nuclear ugly <laughs> thing. But that's what I mean. I need to stay hydrated. And I'm not just saying my fat ass. So I can't imagine when you go in there what you need to do. So you know, get I don't, and look if they only need a half a bottle, fine. Hey, I just recycle, man. Be kind of recycle. <laughs> Be kind of rewind. But uh, yeah, I mean that's that's an important thing. But back to Kane. I knew day one before I signed him. I was like driving. I went crazy. Like sign him. This guy's going to be it. Um, and when I saw him, uh, I knew it. And so even we tried to make his arrival a big deal when he was part of the first ever live open draft. And we, we, we connected him briefly with um, America's top team, King Mo and Lambert. And then we pivoted to him having his own team that he was a captain of. So we were investing in him, you know, buying the, the fight team, Jack, and just creating this whole packaging around him before he even stepped foot in the ring. We're like, well, let's put the machine behind him. And then the 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 you know the cool thing is sometimes you do that and you can tell this is just not working. Or the guy's just this ain't he doesn't he doesn't this isn't this isn't this isn't a good fit, you know, in our system for you know personality or performance reasons. The the great thing is, you know, this dude is is a great guy. And so when you see that and then you're putting all your, you know, your muscle behind it and then he's killing it. It's like, man, he just made my job so easy. And it's so rewarding when you see someone that can emerge as a homegrown guy and just go to the top. That's, that's, that's what we want. You know, we want to invest in these guys, give them a spotlight. And, you know, if they stay here for a long term, great. If they decide at the end of their term to go somewhere else, hopefully now you're worth six figures to someone, maybe even higher. You look at MJF, for example, 
great mission accomplished win-win you know that's awesome uh for alex king you know this this run has been great and i have nothing but positive he is the locker room leader he's emerged as the guy that like the locker room looks to and he sets the tone of the locker room and he holds people accountable in that locker room and he does it the right way he does it in the new era new wave way which is the right way not the old school way i've loved uh the the roster this year as well the calling has been just really really good akira sort of breaking out onto his yeah. own as well uh ricky shane page has long been just one of my favorite people to talk to in wrestling because i always love when i can talk to somebody and it sort of unlocks things in my brain and i'm like mm -hmm. oh, okay that's why that happens he's a really brilliant guy that i know you guys have also yeah. used behind the scenes uh how has that been and uh I mean, that, that those were a few guys that you brought in that obviously paid off very well for you all. Yeah, Ricky's a really bright guy, and I've been a fan of his for years. And just like we just gave him a little touch of packaging, rubbed him up against Raven, give him stylized vignettes, where we create this kill room, very much inspired by you know, early days Dexter and some horror movies. And we created this different thing where we call him the human slaughterhouse. And we, we brought in a cure who... Uh, actually, Simon Gotch had suggested back in 2019, so we were keeping tabs on him. He said, this guy's an awesome catch wrestler, but he also does this crazy death he, match he stuff. Drove, he drove to the middle of nowhere, Kentucky, to train with my coaches. Really? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great guy. And, you know, then we brought him in, and we told both Ricky and him, this is the idea tonight. You're going to be starting this thing called The Calling. And they were like, what? And like, you're going to wear a butcher smock. Uh, Ricky, he's like, what the hell's happening? I was like, trust the process. And I say that to everyone. And if you trust the process, and it's a collaborative process, not like me dictating things, if you open, if you allow yourself to open up to that, we're going to get somewhere nine out of ten times. That's awesome. And I might have the wrong idea initially, or they might have the wrong expectation initially. But through the collaborative experience, because it is collaborative, you get to something where the performer feels this is me, this I can, this is click, and this is great, and I can get where I need to go with the creative end. Uh, and they both did. And you know, I look at Akira and I think he's going to have like, he's, he's pivoting to a baby face role. He's going to have, in my mind, he's earmarked to have a big 24. Like that's, he's the breakout guy we're, we're, we're aiming for in 24. And he checks off all the boxes. I mean, he's, he's already super over and now they get to actually pull from, it's going to be, it's like when fat two was a heel uh with contra and they were like fat two chance he's like you know the de facto baby <laughs> yes. guy and we hadn't turned him yet so once you turn it was like oh yeah that was easy it was the easiest you know turn you're ever going to do but you know starting as a baby is very hard but once they make that switch and they've been a heel it's 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 just like a fast track to to the top one of my favorite things about mlw is the battle riot because i'm a dork for battle royals <laughs> especially that style and yeah. you guys do really good at like putting in surprises, putting in some people that that most most don't expect to. I mean, even like you mentioned, getting Sammy Callahan back in there while yeah, that was you fun. know he was under contract to somebody else. Like you guys make things happen. How far out do you start planning for something like Battle Riot, or are there things like in December or January where you're like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to keep this in the back of my mind for next summer's battle riot. Well, to be fair, like I, uh, in the past, I'd put in a lot of, of work in it. And then, you know, the, 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 the lawsuit has definitely taken me away from the, the time I would put in. I mean, I would say like 
85% of my time is dealing with lawyers now, whereas, you know, a year or two ago, that was, you know, two years ago was different. So like my prep for the battle riot in, and I don't say that with like poor me or anything, just that's the reality of the world I live in. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, I want more time to do that. So I try to find time where I don't know, but like, I'm already planning the, the next battle riot. I want more time. I have about 18 to 20 of the participants already in it. I have my my guy I want to win it, and I have the concept and theme for it. Because every year I like to have a different theme. And, you know, it was I had it was a privilege to to be a part, or or I'd even say not be a part, but be in the room as Pat Patterson would construct these initially with Michael Hayes and then Shane McMahon uh, when I was at WWE to see, you know, three or so of these things built by the guy that created the original Royal rumble and just hear how he goes about the layers and all those nuances that tell multiple stories that that's this, you sprinkle seeds for future issues and you blow off certain things and you have your levity and you have your big dramatic soap operatic, uh, moment. Uh, the, the operatic moment that 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 was just a, like a master's class watching Pat do that and the gusto he would have and pitching it and feeling it. Um, whether it was Mysterio winning it, which was amazing, that was one Dusty and a few of us had it, the ability to be a part of, which was amazing and, and contributing to it. But that helped me understand how you do these things. Ours is a little different. There's pinfalls or submissions. There's 40 guys, not 30. But it helped. I mean, I don't think I could do this without having had that exposure to those kind of people, those brilliant minds. Really love the Battle Riot. It's it's a must watch for me immediately every every year. Uh, I'm a big fan of that as well. MLW one shot. Uh, what? Okay, so on, on this show also, I mentioned Yamashita's on that show as well. Like uh, a great get, and and we've seen more integration of female talent. Maki Ito is on this show mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but it's not just MLW titles. You, you got, you've got titles from overseas being defended on this show. What is the process of, of like getting that cleared to, to make sure that, that can even happen? You know, it's funny. It's like, I've always had a, like a, a shorthand, easy kind of engagement with, with the international uh, organizations, be it Mexico or Japan. So like, uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling, super easy, awesome. You know, it was easy to kind of get that set up. Uh, and New Japan, fantastic. You know, and CML having the double title match, you know, we, we have like a, a strategy and a long term booking plan. So that one was cooked and ready uh, months ago. But, uh, you know, I want the show to kind of be, you know, how you book a show for New York City is different than like the flavors of what you need to book a show like in South Florida. That's a blood and guts, brawling, hardcore vibe. And in New York, it's a different, they want something different on the menu. They want a bit of a different presentation, a little bit of the Japanese style, a little bit of everything. And so, you know, that's what's one of the interesting things about wrestling. The beautiful thing about wrestling is like, even though it's 2023, going to be soon 24, there's still these interesting things embedded in the regions of wrestling, whether you're in Florida, Philly, New York, or if you go out West, that you know, you really see that kind of style and what draws bigger crowds. It's always going to be the same thing that scratches their itch that really brings them in. You can change up the presentation, you can change up a lot of things, but those certain qualities they, that's what drives those audiences. And you know, what we would book in New York isn't what we'd necessarily bring to like Chicago back in the day. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You've also got, I think they're on these tapings combined, they're like four women's matches on this show. I know Notorious Mimi is involved, who I'm a big fan yeah. of. Uh, I mean, knew that she was going to be uh, something when she was in NXT, but the, the the Apple TV Plus series with Monster Factory like was really, really good as well. So good to see her capitalizing afterwards. What can we look forward to in 2024? Like, is there anybody that you look at and you're like, they're going to ascend? You mentioned Akira earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Kai is very special. She looks uh, great. Talk about someone that you know she should be like. I, it's I'm, it's it's a privilege to have her when you know. I know she's in demand in Japan. She's just she is very unique in her her fighting and her presentation. It's so different. Uh, and so one of the biggest things is our women's division. Like you just said, four matches, and we're going to crank that up in twenty four. Again, as we kind of expand and change and refresh a lot of the company, both behind the scenes and in front of the fans, you know, I, I want to continue to build out this division. It started, you know, with one brick, then we add another, and you have the foundation now. Delmi Exo and Taya, when she was here, was a big part of kind of setting that up, and Delmi's going to be a big part of it in in the new year too. So you know, that's something that's really going to be a priority for us, and they've been killing it. Whether it's Mimi, Tierra, Delmi, uh, Janai, just, you know, we're really lucky to have these great, these great performers and, and Becca, you know, who, who, you know, we're looking forward to having back in 24 when she's uh, not under house arrest for uh, recording <laughs> her, her latest album. I understand there were some disputes there. I love Becca. She's, she's wonderful. Uh, one of my yeah. favorite interviews of 2023 was Becca. Uh, and you know, what's great about Becca too, is like, she has a character that 
it's so easy to know what to do with that. Like it's she can when the bell rings, she can go. But like the performer and and the like having those layers to the character. Like when we did our first live special on Fight Plus, I was like, we need a little something like off the beaten path for MLW. I was like, I wonder if she would perform live. And she, you know, some people were like, oh, I don't know about that. She was like, okay, I'm going to get some backup dancers. We, we had a rehearsal, the hot summer fun thing. Everyone was like humming it backstage. It was, it was the, like one of the highlights this, this year for me was that because it was just like she, she rose to the occasion and killed it. And there are people that would have been like, you know, like, oh, it's, I, I don't think I can do that. And would have, I've seen it. They, 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 they're, they're like intimidated, intimidated by it. She's fearless, and what I like about that in a performance when you when you you're willing to do that and you feel it in your character, the sky's the limit for those kind of people. The people that are scared of it, you know, they, they're capping themselves. Another highlight of MLW for me in 2023 is that Shaza McKenzie did not work for you guys. Very happy about that. Uh, MLW one shot December 7th, Queens, New York, at the Melrose Ballroom. It will be on Fight Plus. <laughs> Court Bauer, uh, tell the people where they can follow, support, any anything else about MLW. You can watch us on Fight Plus tomorrow night, Thursday, one shot. And uh, you can also watch us on cable, BN Sports, Saturday nights. We're on BN Extra, Fridays, on over the air on TV in San Francisco, Philly, Dallas, major markets, LA on BN Extra. Uh, and uh, YouTube as well, worldwide streaming uh, with MLW Fusion. And um, we're going to have some big things coming up, including a Christmas Eve special with exclusive matches nice. for free. Uh, it's called Holiday Rush. It's our first free big special event. And you can watch that live on cable, well, not live, but on cable on being on Christmas Eve. You can watch it on their Fast channel and you can watch it on YouTube around the world. So that's going to be a treat with like a pay-per-view quality lineup that you're going to love. Check it out, guys. MLW. Check out MLW One Shot. Until next time, we're out.